Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Real people doing real deals in real estate and no fake gurus allowed. We bring you the best and the most real real estate investors in the space. They'll be showing you the good, the bad, and the ugly of real estate investing. Like, share, subscribe, get notified. It's the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. I almost said the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Event and Mastermind <laughs> because we just had our, our event and mastermind uh, in um, uh, April 30th, May 1st and 2nd, and we had a great time. But it is the podcast, guys, and today we have a treat for you. We have arguably someone that nobody knows about that has helped Plenty of companies out there in the real estate investing world make millions of dollars. Is that is that an understatement, Dimitri? Or yeah, that's absolutely true. It's absolutely truth, right? So this is the guy that nobody knows about, and I have the pleasure today of having you here in my studio. Uh, thank you so much, Dimitri, from flying all the way from from the Ukraine here to to uh, to do this podcast. And, and to tell us a little bit about yourself. So who is Dimitri, man? Who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do? Um, actually, first of all, hi, Ricardo, and hi, everybody. I'm happy to be your guest. So about, about myself, I am a software engineer, and now I turned into the co-founder of a company, but that was a long trip. So do you want me to start from the beginning? Absolutely. Let's start from when you were born, man. Where, where, where are you from? So I'm from uh, from Russia, from the small city Petrozavodsk, which, which is um, to the north from the St. Petersburg. Okay. Um, and I was born in the family, which is a um, mathematician's family. Okay. So my father is a mathematician. He, um, he's a teacher in the university. Okay. And my mother is a software engineer as well. So, first of all, my father was a teacher of my mother. Oh wow! In university, yeah. that's how it all started. <laughs> everybody, everybody likes uh, young girls from university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how how old is your dad? My dad is uh, eighty four right now. Eighty four. Wow. And your mom? My mother is sixty one. Okay. Yeah. He's he's he did it good. Like twenty years difference. You know. So. Yeah. Um, and he, she was one of his students yeah. in the university. And after that, she started working in the science company. I don't remember exact name of that. She was working for 30 years as a software engineer, um, making kind of a research to build the roads uh, nationwide in, in Russia. Okay. And this, this software is still working. Oh, wow. She's retired already because of age, but the software still works. Wow. And uh, that's why I was, I was involved in the maths and tech from the very early age. So I was, uh, I started using computer from four, four years. Four years old. Yeah. I was trying to play something. Right, <laughs> right. On those shitty big, huge machines, which are noisy. 
<laughs> wow. Those that's, computers. That's crazy. Yeah, and after that, I was looking um, mom's work and the father's work, and I literally I had no chance to do anything else, so I had to do the same. That's why I finished the university. Um, yeah, you were expected to follow the same path. Yes, exactly. The only thing, I never wanted to work um, as an employee. Yeah, you wanted to do your own thing. Yes, yes. So, first of all, I started working in the electronic components shop. I was just selling. Yeah. And... Are you a good sales guy? When it no. Comes? No, no. <laughs> at that time, I wasn't a good sales guy. After that, I got some skills, but that time, I was just a stupid young boy. Yeah, <laughs> playing with electronics. Yeah, it was around um, 2001, okay. I believe. And I just decided to create them for, the, for that shop. just decided to create an e-shop. Okay, e-commerce. E-commerce, yeah. And... This was just my first steps of... Uh, How old were you at the time? Um, 19. Okay. And I built it. It was absolute shit. <laughs> yeah. I understand it now, but... Yeah. At that time, it was kind of breakthrough for them. I was building it. I was learning technologies. And I was trying to make something interesting. And uh, while I was building that, my brothers, by the way, I have 11 brothers, not native brothers, but stepbrothers. Okay. One of my brothers was working in Moscow. He had his own company. He noticed me and he told, you, you, you shouldn't stay like in the, in the shop. Just go and join me and let's build a software company. They already had a, a software company. They were making something around taxes and all the accounting. Okay. And they wanted to try creating websites and all, all the shit around. Okay. So I came there and I leaded this uh, department. I was working there for five years and I can completely ruined it. <laughs> wow. So I got some selling skills. I was coming to offices trying to sell all our software. Our, our software was, was shit. It wasn't, it wasn't that good. No. We were too young. But... I got some some selling skills, some communication skills, and uh, but I had to stop it because I'm I wasn't a business guy. I didn't know how to how to lead it, how to run it, how to make it, how to make a success, how to make money. I was just thinking about how to make beautiful software, but it's not a good business idea. So if you want to make something perfect, then you won't succeed because perfect is the enemy of the good. Right. right? That's why I ran out of, of money and had to stop it. After that, I was working in Moscow for maybe seven years as a software engineer. I started networking, started learning new technologies, uh, getting all the, um, trying to get in touch with all the people who can give me some more information, okay. more skills and whatever. And... Uh, mm, there was a moment when I just realized that I have no time for myself. I'm just waking up in the morning, going to the office. I'm coming back from office at 11 p.m. By the way, in Moscow, it doesn't matter when you go out of the office. You will always get home at 11 p.m. 
Okay. <laughs> so you can go at 7 p.m., at 8 or at 9. You will be at home at 11 p.m. And why is that? People go to restaurants or drinking or, or working late? Or the roads are completely packed. So you are just standing on the road. Oh, so a lot of traffic. Yeah, for hours. That's why I was sitting uh, until 10 maybe. And uh, I had no time for leaving. So I finished my, I was finishing my uh, working week on Friday. Go to the bar, got drunk. Had no Saturday at all. <laughs> because I was drinking a lot, and right. the only the only day I had was Sunday. And okay. I just realized that I'm not leaving. I'm just trying to to survive. Yeah, to survive and get experience. And I was already experienced, so I just suddenly decided to move to Odessa, to Ukraine. Okay. Because I wanted to go to to live somewhere close to the sea, have more time for myself to work remotely, and I just decided and went there, maybe wow. in in one month or two. I just went there to see if it's good, if the place is good. I liked it. Then I just got back, packed everything in my car, and just got away. And they got pretty women there too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of so it was. So what year was this that you moved to Odessa? Um, it was 2013. Okay, so that's almost nine years ago, roughly. Yeah. Um, and and do you need like? A passport to go? Like, how the, how do you get to Odessa? Like, can you just move there and that's it? Or is it part of the European Union? How does it no, work? No, it's not a part of the U European Union. Also, it's it, it was the country that is closely associated with Russia. Okay. So it was quite easy. I didn't even need the foreign passport. Yeah. But I had it anyway. I just moved there. I I was able to live there for three months. After that, I need, I, I had to step out and then get back. Okay. I was just crossing the board and getting back the same day just to renew all the all the docs, the right. immigration card. And that was it. But after the conflict started between Russia and Ukraine, I, I realized that I had have to create the something like living permit or whatever. And I did that the same year, maybe 2014. Yeah, 2014. Just the year after I arrived to Odessa. And now I'm absolutely, I can live in Ukraine absolutely legally. I'm not a citizen of Ukraine, but I have just a living permit. Right, okay. And do you go back to Russia often now? or Not too often, but at least one one time per year because there is my family, yeah. my friends, and all the people I know. So I'm trying to, to be there at least one time per year. Okay. Good deal. So fast forward, when did you – how do you get into real estate in – the U.S. like so. Well, when I moved to Odessa, I started working remotely, and I just got a marketing email from TopTal.com. I'm not sure you know this company or not. This is kind of like Upwork, but the high level Upwork. Okay. So, in this email, I just read that I can join this network and try to work for European companies and United for United States. Uh, which have much much higher salaries. Yeah, I tried this. I tried to pass all the stages. There are seven stages of interviews to, to get there: language, algorithmic test, um, teamwork, and whatever. A lot of shit. Okay. So I passed it successfully and started working um, as a contractor for European and American companies. 
And one of the companies was a real estate company when I met Robert. Oh. Yeah, we were working together for maybe one year and a half or even two years. I don't remember exactly. And uh, we were super comfortable to work with each other. He was uh, one of the best project managers I had. And I believe he was happy of things I'm doing. Right. Um, after those... Now, when you were working there together, you were in the Ukraine and he was here in the U.S., right? Yeah. Did you ever see each other no. in person? He was always on, on no, phone calls or <laughs> video chats and things like no, that, not right? Not even video, just photo on Slack or Facebook. Wow. So we didn't meet, meet each other. Okay. And uh, after we finished all the things for that company, um, Robert quit. I don't know the reasons. So perhaps it was just our project is done. Yeah. I was about to do the same, and uh, I th I s saw that things are getting slower, and after that I had to change the work again because of family circumstances and yep. whatever. And maybe in two, or two weeks or a month, I got a message from Robert. Do you want to try to do something together? I decided, why not? What and year I is this? What, when was this? What year? Um, 2016, maybe. Oh, so maybe like five years ago. Maybe 2017. Yeah, it's four years ago. Yeah, about four years, maybe three years and a half. And uh, I decided, why not? It's real estate. We're already doing. We're already doing real estate. I know a bit of market. I know what what should we do. And, uh, so what you you guys were doing is, uh, and and for those of you that are watching or listening here, guys, this is how powerful this conversation is. This is somebody that number one was not born in this country in the U.S. He was actually born in Russia. He lives in in the Ukraine, and he was helping real estate companies from the Ukraine as a software engineer. Correct? Yes, that's right. He was working with someone else, who's Mr. Sir. Robert Wensley. No, it's Robert Wensley. <laughs> He's the CEO now of uh, Investor Lift and my friend. Um, and they were working together as team members on a team that was helping real estate investors transact in the U.S., correct? Yes, that's right. And then Robert quit. Dimitri find himself out of a job sooner, you know, a couple of weeks later. And then they decided to team up together. This yeah. is four years ago now. Yeah, that's right. Um, and But it was always to serve the real estate investor community. You guys were not necessarily buying properties, right? No, we didn't do that. You were just doing software, and Robert was doing marketing. Also, we were, we were trying to do data. And data, okay. Yeah, so we were trying to find different sources, merge it somehow, make some AI on the, on the data, make this data more accurate, more valuable. So that was one of our directions. Another one was software, and the third one, marketing, but marketing not just for ourselves, not just try to sell in deals, but just to understand how does this market work? How to sell it? How, what, what real estate investors really need? Okay. And how do you guys, uh, is that when Investor Lift was born or was it born later? It was born later. So first of all, we, we got um, one client that just wanted to create a project, like an ad hoc project, 
if you do and sell and that's it. That's it. <coughs> but after we created it, we understood that we can turn it into a SaaS company because everybody was asking, what, what is this? What is this? How? how uh, everybody that knew about it. Yeah. They, yeah. So that knew that you guys had something. They knew the, the, the company we were working. So this company started from maybe 200,000 per month and we turned it into 1.5 million per month in one year. Using your services. Yes. Yes, that's right. And that's why every, some people were asking, how did you do that? What is your tech stack? What are you? What tools and technologies are you using? And we just decided to go into SaaS because we, we understood that we can sell it. We can sell it nationwide. Right. And uh, SaaS is a platform, guys, a software platform, right? Yes, software uh, as a service. Where software runs on and it's very, it's highly marketable. That's why you guys chose that, that, that particular route. Yes. We got another one client that was a bit annoying, but he he trained us to make um, to make decisions to say no sometimes. <laughs> okay. If, if somebody wants anything special, right? And also he helped us to to grow. Okay. And uh, after that, we have several small companies that were buying us. Some some of them are still alive. Some of them are already dead. Um, I mean companies. Yes. So it was like we were struggling, trying to find some money. We, we were getting bankrupt maybe five or six times. <laughs> <laughs> like we all do. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We had no money to pay our bills. And yeah. we were just, what, what will I eat tomorrow? I don't know. And after That's that, crazy. something just show up, show up and... We're good. And uh, I, I can say that we were building this platform, trying to make it perfect, trying to make it valuable. Some of the parts died of this of this platform because it was unusable. With Because we never can understand what do you guys need because we're not the part of the business. We're just building software on top of it. Right. And now when we have this conversation, we can get the feedback feedback from you. Yes. But in that times we, we we didn't have that. That's why we were just trying to touch this thing, this thing, this thing, what will fire out. And uh, this this February, I believe, was another bankrupt time. <laughs> we had zero at our bank account. This past year? This year? Yes. 2021? Yes, this year. Wow. And after that, Robert uh, started uh, public marketing. We weren't a public company. Right. So started public marketing and we brought another update to our system it was new data and uh, the god mode like we call it and it was like boom it was an explosion yeah god mode is insane guys um i will drop a link down below so you can check out a little bit uh some videos on investor lift but uh, we love it we use it here now and uh we are on the cartel mode which is a little bit higher than god mode but um so this year, in 2021, you were trying to find ways to pay bills. Yeah. And then you found a new thing that you could incorporate into the platform, and now um, everybody wants it pretty much. Yeah. We sold more than $1 million per month after, after we found it. It's crazy how you can, how you can go and, and 
and be starving for money. Yes. <laughs> right? You don't know how you're going to pay rent. You don't know how you're going to pay bills. But you keep going at it. You keep going at it. And then you make a you make a change. You make a switch. And next thing you know, boom, you're selling a million dollars a month now. Yes. And, and you're new. It's brand new. It's like it, it's not even. This was just a few months ago yes. that you were broke. Less than half of yeah, and now all of a sudden, in, in less than than six months later, now you're rich. And because selling a million bucks a month is is quite an accomplishment, especially in the software world, which is something you create once and you sell it over and over and over and over again. Uh, yes, you do have overhead that you have to pay all your engineers, you have to pay your team. Um, you know, you got. Um, I'm happy to do that because the team was working hard. Yes, everybody was starving. And they, nobody left our team. Wow, they believed the they believed in the vision. Yes, a lot of has to do with Robert. He's a very likable person, and and he's a good leader. Uh, I can see it in him. Um, he, um, you know, he he's a good salesman too. Trust me. So it takes <laughs> it takes a lot of selling to keep people engaged, yes, right? Sure. Uh, selling the vision, selling the vision, but the f the vision finally came through. Uh, and it's just the starting. It's just the starting point. It's not absolutely. Uh, so, um, so now you're selling a million dollars a month. How many clients do you guys have, uh, roughly, uh, off the top of your head? Around four hundred companies right now. Four hundred companies, and I, I'm honest with you. A lot of people still don't know about InvestorLit. We're not trying to uh, to say about it widely because. This is the first steps of success, but we need to build our team. We need to scale up. Because yes. if we get everything snowballing at us, then we just can't eat it. Now yes. we, we can't deliver, we can't exec execute uh, on a customer support, on installing everybody. That's why currently our sales are closed. We had to close it because we weren't able to serve everything for everybody. Correct. And now we're just trying to restart our sales, trying to be um, very accurate not to get too much, because if you get 1,000 companies in one week, then we're fucked. We can't install everything. Yeah. So we're trying to do it batch by batch. Gradually. Yes. And so, all right, so let's go back. How is it that you were able to help real estate investors go from $100,000 per month to $1 million per month? It wasn't easy. And But what do you guys do to help those guys? Like, what what was the the change like it was complex work so i can say that they were working training their team to work with the software using all the features of this software so if you are if you are getting software and you don't know some features perhaps you are losing a lot of money on the table that's why we were just we were so close so we were making all the changes they want so it, it, it was just a personal uh, plan we had no other clients, and that's why we were tweaking every single thing just to make it work better. And finally, I don't know what was the key. I think Robert could say it better because I'm a software. I don't know what. what yeah, you just do what he tells you. It's like, hey, let's work on this. Let's make this better because he's actually. getting the feedback from the client. He's getting feedback from the clients. He, he gets to me with this feedback, and then we discuss because... Sometimes the ideas are shit, sometimes are good. And I also 
know something about this business and yeah. we can communicate and build Yeah, because you've been together. you've been in it now for seven or eight years. Yeah. Right. Um by the way, the real boss, her name is Eliza. We haven't mentioned her on this yes, podcast. Sure. Absolutely. She is the real boss. Robert works for Eliza, Dimitri works for Eliza. Uh she is the best. Uh that's who we communicate with on a on a regular basis. Uh she's the COO of Investor Lift and the ones that makes the the the, the wheels spin basically, right? Yes. Uh Robert is more he's the CEO but he's also more of a sales guy and 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 onboarding person and um you know, very likable. They're co- they're a couple by the way. And uh, I love them. I, I love those guys. I, I just had the pleasure of spending uh, three days with them in uh, two days, actually, in the in where they live in the DMV area. Um, and uh, we had uh, we had fun. They they took me to some restaurants there where the presidents usually go eat. You have to go there. It's good. Uh, uh, was it the resort? The, the big resort uh, with horses? And no, 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 no. That it was called uh, Filomena. Oh yeah, Filomena and and uh, man, that pasta is good. <laughs> you're, gonna, <laughs> you're gonna like it. I don't, have you been there? Not yet, but I, I'll be there in one month. Okay, yeah. So I it's visit the place. It, it's a good place. Uh, so they 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 were um, you know gracious enough to take us out there and and show us around town and all that. But we also had a badass mastermind. Uh, I call it mastermind. Uh, Robert doesn't like that word, but we had a get together with the cartel bosses in 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 uh, Tulum, Mexico, where I met you for the first time. Um, I didn't even know this guy existed, to be honest with you. I thought you were somebody else uh, when you came and say, "Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Dimitri," and I was like, "Oh, are you Victor? No, Dimitri. I'm the I'm the CTO of Investor Lift. Oh, I didn't know you had a C- Robert had a CTO and he was here. So." Because uh, I always communicated with Robert or Eliza, right? That was that was our main channel. And um, getting to know you there and everything you've done is like, oh, this is the real guy here. This is the guy that's got the brains that make all this shit work. Um, and um, But anyhow, guys, we had 35 people, I think, right, Dimitri? Uh, yeah. Roughly 35 people. 35 people. We showed up in... Uh, uh, Tulum, Mexico. They they had they they had all these different villas that we got and stayed at. We went scuba diving, snorkeling, lots of drinking, lots of eating, great times. We had some rough times too, uh, <laughs> but they were actually part of the good times. And I can tell you that the group of people that uh, you guys have been put been able to put together is amazing. Um, not only because of of what I believe if, that you guys have created is not only you created a, a an awesome software that's helping us all grow, but you're also creating that community. And and I even tell I even told Robert and he's like, man, that makes me feel bad that you're telling me that the community is more powerful than the software. <laughs> we'll say, well, but it was because of the software that you were able to attract all these all these you know talents. So. Uh, we had a great time, guys. If if you guys ever uh, want to um, uh, become part of a great community, uh, I believe that Investor Lift is building a top-notch community, not only on the cartel side but on the on the pro side. Um, and and now we're able to dispose houses nationwide uh, using their their database and their buyers list, and we all share a buyers list, and we also have the God mode, which you have to go watch the video to understand what it 
what it looks like. Um, but it's only the beginning, and I'm so happy for you guys that that you have you were able to go from broke to to pay bills now <laughs> and make a little bit of money. Uh, but in in the in the way you're helping us also speed up our process of selling properties, which is really the main purpose today of Investor Lift. So tell me about some features of Investor Lift for for people that are watching or listening. What does Investor Lift do for us as real estate investors from your perspective? From my perspective? Yes. First of all, it's automation. So um, in real life, you have a lot of a lot of things you are doing manually. So first of all, Investor Lift helps you to automate all those routine operations and save your time. Um, second thing is dispo your deals. So I think it's the key because you you can't get money be before you sell a, uh, a deal. You have yep. you can have a perfect acquisitions team. You have you can have all the automations, but if you are not selling, that you don't have money. So our system allows to to sell deals. Mm -hmm. Helps you. With the God mode is designed for that. So um, Nick Query, everybody yep. knows Nick Query told the the money are in God mode. Yeah. Just dig it and use it whatever you want, because it's it's just a tool. It can be used in different ways. Right. And the third third thing is a community. So last but not least, because everybody in community are trying to help each other instead of just... Thinking, kill each other. Kill each other, yeah. uh, making war against each other. So if the market is huge, if uh, the, whole, the whole family, I would say, grow then everybody's happy so it's a win-win uh, situation so you don't need to think um i won't share my buyers list i won't share any contact information title companies or whatever i have then you don't you're not getting anything from the community so if you are sharing then you you're getting more yeah like the the philosophy like in iron man you know the the, the thing in the dessert so everybody's sharing and everybody is happy and growing. This is what we are doing, uh, roughly. That's awesome, man. So I, I believe the same, um, you know. But there, you have also a feature that you didn't talk about, uh, which is the speeding up the process of websites to rank in Google when wholesalers use PPC as oh, yeah. their main, uh, which is something that attracted me to Investor Lift because I'm not on PPC right now. Uh, we're only doing texting. And, and we're doing very well, but we know texting is changing. And we just had a conversation yesterday about platforms and things of that nature, right? So when I when Robert displayed the difference in between a website that was built by Investor Lift and a website that was built outside of Investor Lift, how they how the speed works and all that, and how it helps rank on PPC, I said, okay, I need to get on this thing because I'm transitioning onto PPC now. And uh, and not transitioning 100% because I will continue texting and call calling because it's I already have a data. Um, but if I'm going to plug it into a new marketing channel, I'm going to do it with the tools that allow me to, you know, to move faster. And when I saw that uh, demonstration from him, um, I was like, okay. I mean, it took me about two months because once he showed me the platform the first time, and of course, I didn't want the, the, the small package. I wanted the big package, right? <laughs> he, I said, okay, it's a lot of money, number one, but if we buy this thing, 
how is that going to disrupt our operations, right? And at that time, we, like, I was like, man, that platform is doing everything that I'm doing manually right now, but I have different people that rely on that job. So I, I wasn't ready to make a transition until our main dispositions guy kind of decided to screw up or not do And I said, okay, now it's time to bring that platform in. I'll remove them, and then I'll bring other people that can handle the platform. And I can tell you right now, we just got on it probably two months ago, but I can see how it's going to start moving faster for us in order to push deals quicker out the door, but also to get deals in through the PPC side. So um, the future is very bright for you guys. And, and for those of you that are watching and are listening, guys, you guys got to make sure you got check out that link that I'm going to post on the bottom on, on this, um, on this um, interview. Uh, with Dimitri, that way you can see a demo. There's a couple of videos there that that they have on the on the on the website, uh, investorlift.com. But I'm gonna put a link on it, and I highly suggest you get on board on it if you are already doing deals. Okay, this is, I believe this software is more for somebody that's already in real estate doing some deals, not necessarily for the newbie. Uh, uh, it could be for your for a newbie if if you want to get a shortcut then you're going to get a website with it. You already got a buyer's list in it or access to buyers. So it, 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 it kind of like sh uh, cuts the learning curve big time if you're fairly new. But it's also easy for the guys that are already doing deals because they can see the value of plugging in onto something that's kind of like plug and play like the investor lift. So, Dimitri, thank you so much for coming in, man. I appreciate you sharing your story. It's Thank very remarkable, much. man. Thank you for, for telling, uh, being open about the truth, which is I've only been rich for a few months. <laughs> Not all my life, right? Not everybody does that, uh, you know. And, and, um, and, and for that beautiful platform that you, Robert, and Eliza, and the rest of your team have been able to put together. So, guys, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Please. Share this with everybody that you can. Also, give us a five-star five review. Uh, give us a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. And uh, I will see you on the next one. We have the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Event and Mastermind coming up in Miami, Florida, October 21st, all the way through the 24th. You want to make sure you check the link down below. Register if you want to go and attend live. We're also going to have a pay-per-view option. So I'm looking forward to see you there. You guys have a great day. Bye.